Hello and welcome to the MLA Intel Year in Review series. Now this is a huge deal for us. It's a recap of the pre-sale market in Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley for 2021. And as always, we're dedicated to staying committed to helping you understand everything happening in the real estate market across the entire Lower Mainland. I'm Ryan Lalonde and it's my pleasure to introduce to you our very own, our extraordinary pre-sale pulse pundits, Susanna Gonsalves and Brittany Reimer. Yeah, we finally get to be in the same room together. I know. What a nice treat. This feels good. It does feel good. Yeah, it feels good. So in this episode, we're going to be covering everything from the 2021 record-crushing pre-sale activity. We're going to touch on insights into 2022, an in-depth look at some of the key trends happening in product development space, and even some of the MLA milestones that we were able to reach over this past year. Some big milestones. They're huge. The They're huge. It's been another record-breaking year for us as an organization, and of course, the marketplace has done very well as well. One thing I'm looking forward to is discussing the significant trends we're seeing in product development. Our advisory team has spent hours and hours looking at data around buyer trends and preferences in the in-home uh, and common area amenities. I love talking about product. You're absolutely right, Suze. And of course, we can't not mention the incredible year and force that the Fraser Valley saw in 2021. The shift south of Fraser was undeniable over the past year. We all know that. Um, and so many were considering just really opening up their home search to other markets, such as Fraser Valley. So 2021 certainly was a remarkable year. We knew this year was going to be big, but there's just no way for us to recognize actually how big it could really get. Our company, MLA Intel 2021 report, is gonna to touch on all of this. It's gonna share some of the biggest data points and some of the realist insights uh, that the pre-sale marketplace saw all throughout the year. And it's gonna kind of continue to build on many of the same themes that we saw beginning to emerge in early 2020. We saw many market factors play a part in the surge of pre-sale activity this year, including low interest rates, the lack of available supply in the marketplace, which of course leads to upward pressure on pricing. We saw tons of product demand in all sectors, single family, townhomes, and apartments. Um, we saw the reset of home buyer habits, the short-sightedness of poorly executed municipal federal policies, and the uncoupling of homes and offices as a direct result of COVID-19 safety measures. What were some of those really big highlights for Emily Canada last year? Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few, right? Um, you know, first and foremost, let's talk about uh, our sales force and many sales forces, but obviously <laughs> ours is near and dear to my heart. Uh, the continued um, adjustments they had to make, right? We've gone from selling, uh, you know, fully in our sales galleries to now creating uh, an online experience. Uh, we've had to, you know, make sure that they were safe in their environments and create an environment where people could also feel safe coming in and how our sales teams have really managed that and continue to involve how they were selling so that we could deliver a great experience for our home buyers at the end of the day. Super proud of all of the work of our incredible sales team. I know, Britt, that's something that's really near and dear to your heart Absolutely, as well. Yeah. Additionally, I think about some of the project successes we had, particularly in some of the auxiliary markets. Um, so I think about uh, Pacific House in Esquimalt on the island and the success we've seen there. I think of Caban by Cressy in the Okanagan, a project 15 years in the making, sold out basically within days. Uh, this was a huge success and again a, a project that I've worked on for so long that to see it finally kind of released uh, into the wild was uh, was really touching and, and wonderful. Additionally we saw uh, a project in Squamish, um, also a labor of love, another project that has been in the planning process for a really long time. 315 homes there, one of the biggest projects we've seen in that marketplace and, uh, and it exceeded all of our expectations. Uh, I don't think we could 
could have predicted quite how quickly that project was going to sell. Those projects are, are definitely highlights because they're of course out of our, our typical normal. We had lots of successes within uh, uh, within the, the local area as well. The downtown market, now that's something you and Cameron talked about earlier this year of, of all of these people coming back to the downtown market. A couple of years we had not seen a project launch in the downtown market uh, and we saw several of those uh, of projects come to the downtown market this year. So that was super exciting. Obviously the technology pieces we've been focused on in the last year. Uh, I think about MLA Live. I think about uh, our homeowner portal that we've released to make the buying experience that much better for people who are waiting for their home to be built. Um, I'm thinking about um, sort of all of the, the data that we're sort of amalgamating in order to make better decisions. And, and we've really used this time to, to really leapfrog ahead, I think, in, in terms of some of those initiatives. So it's been an extraordinary year and uh, we've come so far. I think what stands out is, is uh, the, the culture of our organization and the ability for all of our people to really to really lead in or kind of put their shoulder into the marketplace as best they could, right? Every market was shifting so much. One of the biggest challenges that we had was actually keeping up to price escalation, yeah. right? So uh, a big success that happens in April of 2021 all of a sudden doesn't look like such a big success anymore. 30 to 60 days later because prices are just pushing up because of lack of in inventory. Short memories. Very short memories, yeah. We're, we all have that competitive uh, type A personality. I think that for us as an organization, the biggest success um, or one of the biggest ones that we've had is the ability to support one another and to really try to understand what it is that our development partners need out of those programs at that moment in time and know that we're just putting as much effort and energy as we can to be able to deliver that for them. And I think that as long as we continue that up, when we look at the, the future pipeline that we have in front of us, uh, I think that that's really exciting because we have so many incredible homes that are going to come to market over the next 12 months and it does feel like the winds are behind us still in a really big way. The last piece that we have to touch on a little bit too is, is not, only, not only the successes that we've had within the organization, but, but uh, I think the leadership that our industry is showing right now. Right? We're seeing significant changes in buyer preferences. That's not only in terms of what and where um, they choose to live and, and what those amenities and those, those inclusions need to be, but also thinking a little bit about um, how do they want to purchase, right? How do they want to consume content? How do they want to engage with us? Um, and, and learn about the homes that, they, that might be an opportunity for them in the market. And I think that that's the big shift, that online buyer experience. That's something that we've spent a great amount of time in over the last two years, and we're really feeling the benefits, uh, data now, live buyer segmentation. That's helping us do so much more, much earlier in the life cycle.